Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Abigail. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good, honestly, all things considered. I know. It's the day after Christmas. It is. It's It's Saturday. Loki's here to say something as well, guys. He wants to let us know that he ate. (laughs) Um, He's real full, real happy, thinking about a nap. He's a good boy. He's being a good boy. He hurt his back last week, so he's resting. You can hear him licking his chops. No, genuinely. (laughs) He's okay, though. He'll be fine. You want to lay there, buddy? He's like, there's literally not enough room for me on this couch. Not enough room for me, but But there's a full other couch on the other side of the room. that will not suffice. (laughs) He could lay on. Never. And now he's over it. Oh, no. Not this spot. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. bye. And that was Loki, everyone. Of Round course, two, yes. I think. Or three? I don't know. Potentially every episode. <laughs> Potentially every episode. He's been in it a few times. The good boy. Um, but how are you guys? How's it going? Are you binging? <laughs> are you binging on what specifically? On what specifically? Hopefully a Netflix show. <laughs> I a meant, lot. Do, are you binging it? our show? Oh, I, yeah, that, 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 that. Or that. are you watching them respectively, or listening to them, sorry, watching, no. Are you listening to them respectfully right. each week? Are you watching? Are you listening, listening to, to them, them all at once? Because yeah. you just can't get enough. <laughs> right, exactly. I want to know. The scattered thoughts. Let me know. Um, but, yeah, what show have you been streaming? Oh my gosh, Netflix has actually put a ton of different shows on their platform recently. Team really? Team 2, specifically. <gasps> I finished you both seasons. You started watching that too? Yeah, both seasons I finished. <laughs> I haven't watched both of them yet. I literally, my but problem I just started is it. when I work, I just watch, like, I don't watch TV all day, but I have it on uh-huh. while I'm sitting there working, like, at my uh-huh. counter. So it's on in the background. And for some reason, Teen Mom 2 has just, it's as great, of late, been my... Great background noise. Oh my great, gosh. great, great background so, noise. But I've just noticed they put a ton of new stuff on Netflix. Yeah. That has yeah. really upped their game versus they have, for sure. I'm Hulu. impressed. Amazon Prime Video has also put a ton of stuff out there. I don't know. The boys on Amazon Prime mm. is my chef's kiss. That's good. You know, I love some satire, wall breaking, funny shit and I don't know. It's just cool to think what would superheroes be like if they were here in our like real world. And I think the boys captured it perfectly. I think it would be corrupt. I think it would get <laughs> all sorts of fucked up. And of course, they're not naturally born because no. like that's weird. Like there's no way that you can fly. No. Fly. Like and shoot laser beams out of your that. eyes. No way. Right. Like that's it's like man-made shit. So like it makes sense. I'm not going to 
When you think about like Captain I'm sorry, America I just that was a spoiler like, alert. By the way, um, I guess so. I didn't hear what you said to be honest with you. So I think if we just keep going, maybe perfect. Do it. So ignore but that they part. Can rewind. But watch Never the mind. boys <laughs> and then rewind that part. I hope most of you have seen it because it's great. Highly recommend. Ten ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, I tell everyone to watch it. I haven't started it. It's okay. That's the most case scenario, but all I can do is tell you to watch it. Put it into the universe. Yep. Put it out there. Let you know what's up. For sure. That's (laughs) crazy. I'm just thinking of what the world would be like if we had... Superheroes and villains and stuff. Just like that stuff was actually a thing. Like, you Mm -hmm. think about the movies like Iron Man and Captain America... And just the different Marvel movies and superhero movies. Like, how... I would be so would, happy. Oh, my gosh. The world would just be such... I don't know if, like, the focus that we have now on negative things might go towards that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it would just be another thing. Right. That we would have to battle. But, like... Right. I just... With superheroes come super villains. And yeah. that's what I'm not prepared for. Well, exactly. Like, if the wrong person gets something, it's going to completely change the safety of the nation of, like, everybody mm-hmm. all over the world. I mean, not just, like, America or England or Canada or whatever. But I think it it would be cool to have them. It would be cool. But I don't think I would want them if they were man-made because it can just get corrupt so easily. Like, if they were mm-hmm. just genuine, like, Thor, a god, like, or right. whatever, like, that would make more sense. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so how was your holidays? Because just... mine was... We're not going to get into specifics because of respectful reasons, but... My holidays. As always, well, family. We can do mine first, and then... We can dive into you. I just, no, I'm just. I'm just kidding. We just, family is great. And I mean. um, There's a lot of stress around the holidays. Everyone has stress around the holidays. I mean, if you have a A split family, you know. I mean, there's just always something, right? There's always something. There always has been something in my family, in anybody who has had a divorced family. Of any sort, at any level, at grandparents level, at parents level, at well, really, only the the authority figure levels. But you know what I mean. Like it's still awkward either way because like you have to go to one grandparents and the other grandparents or one parent and the other parent. Just choices that you have to make. Yeah, and God forbid if they put it at the same time because it's like you cannot do that to me. Yeah, Yeah. and everyone has such different schedules that like. You have to make sure it works for everybody. So many schedules. And it's like, and we, you can't please everyone, for right. sure. So it's hard, right. for sure. Right. And then you put, like, the stress of getting dinner together. Ugh. for how, Based on how many people you're having. On top of making sure that everything is, like, in the holiday spirit. And you don't want just one person to cook everything. Like, that's right. a lot for that one person to do. Right. So you obviously want to try and put something in there. So then it's like, okay... I have to coordinate who's cooking what and making mm-hmm. sure everyone remembers that they're cooking that. Otherwise, I mean, we're not going to have a meal. So right. do I make backups or do I not make backups? Yeah, that you're kind, kind of, of like thing. reliant. Yeah, it can be very stressful for sure. I, for one, have never hosted a holiday, so I have no idea. 
But speaking <laughs> from on the outside looking in, I am like being the host uh-huh. is terrifying. Oh, absolutely. It is terrifying. I don't want to ever host anything. No. And I, that's myself. too much. Too much. Pressure for me. Too much. For sure. Too, too much. But since, like, the holidays this year, um, or not since the holidays, those come every year, since uh, of the coronavirus that does this not year. come every year. Thank no. God. Usually for the holidays, like every Christmas, my grandparents, they usually go down to Florida and they have like a um, apartment that they have on the beach that they like rent mm. out for mm-hmm. a couple months and they stay down there. So usually for Christmas, I go down there, but they oh. have moved with us to Minnesota mm-hmm. at my mom's mm-hmm. house. By mom and dad's house yeah primarily where she is right <laughs> so my um they were up here for christmas and it was actually kind of nice like i was sitting at the dinner table eating with everyone and i was kind of like it's more peaceful to do that right and have everyone together in that way like we were literally sitting in pajamas matching pajamas oh, at dinner we i were in pajamas love a pajama all day. time yes like we were just very comfortable and i was like this is so much more fun and relaxed than it is to like have to travel somewhere and then get at like stay in a hotel mm-hmm. and get everyone together and just like mm-hmm. the pressure of the holidays having to be so perfect right that when you just kind of treat it like every day but it has like maybe a little more meaning right then it I don't know I really I enjoyed it for sure but I think it was because it was very relaxed and there was oh, no yeah. and I don't have like my parents don't have family that lives near us, so we usually aren't surrounded by family right. around the holidays and stuff. So we're not used to that. So that's very foreign to me. Like mm-hmm. when we all get together for Thanksgiving and there's like 17 cousins and three sets of uncles that are married and all this stuff. And I'm just like, there are so many people. I feel like I have to say the same thing to everyone and like ask everybody what they're doing and that kind of stuff. And it's hard to like retain all of that. So it was right. nice to have a smaller get-together, for sure. I no. enjoyed that. Yeah, that's all we did, too. We did everyone that was, like, in our circle already. Mm-hmm. And just had dinner, had some dessert, some pie. Some pie. <laughs> oh, and some I'm gifts. Dead. And then... Cueing your southern side. <laughs> Cue must Yeah. Um, and then we went home, and me and Dylan just relaxed, and that was nice. So, like, it was not the long, like... We go to everyone, everywhere. We just went one place, and it was really nice to just not have to be everywhere at once, for sure. Yeah. And make those decisions, because that's just not fun. No, and you have to get all of, dressed yeah, up and, look like, decent. to the nines, right? Which, no. like, is something I like about the holidays, because it's an excuse to dress up. But I feel like this year, just with how crazy everything has been... right. It's just nice to, like, enjoy it for what it is rather than put so much pressure yeah. with all these other little things. Like, I, I did my makeup, but that's just because I wanted to take a family photo, and I didn't want the family photo without me having makeup because like, we always take photos without me ma- having makeup. So She wanted to shine. I wanted to shine just <gasps> a little bit, you know? Well, you deserve it. But, yeah, it's not something I didn't. Even, I wore sweatpants, so it's not I like that. I 
was dressed to the nines. I wanted to be comfortable. It was it, like Christmas is a known holiday that you just start relax. Like you don't need to yes. look nice. Right. right. If you look nice on Christmas, it's just like why why you gotta try so hard? Like you're up at six a.m. opening presents mm-hmm. already. Unless you're just doing like a fancy festive Christmas party gathering. And like, everyone knows that it's that. fancy I for sure. That. Yeah, wear a gown. I love that. But Kylie Jenner, yeah. wear a gown. I no. got it. You should have had a party anyway, but whatever. <laughs> we won't talk about She that. had a Christmas party? I'm pretty sure the Jenners had a party. Oh. But maybe they didn't. Oh, no, they usually do, but they canceled it this year. They canceled that it. That was their big Good on them. announcement. Well, Kim's had Good a birthday party. And they got shit on to that. Well... Kim, read the room. People you are know? dying. People are dying. Read the room. Read the <laughs> room. That's all I gotta say. But, yeah, so on that topic, what is something that you, like, on a normal holiday or not even that, like, what kind of fucked up situation was happening that <laughs> I have to like think about. <laughs> I know. Not maybe not even like totally terrible. Just something that you know was like a life altering moment in your life. Like even if it was something good. Like what do you remember that was like around the holidays? Even not even around or the just holidays. In just general. in general, like from your family that like an interaction with your family that kind of like altered you a little bit. Where you're like, ah, oh, that's gonna make me not turn out normal. You know. <laughs> Absolutely, my parents' motorcycle accident. <laughs> well, I would figure that for sure. That fucked me up, but like not in a terrible way. It was a nice little, like, a nice little humble moment that my parents can't do everything for me because they may not be here forever. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. that kind it's of hard. situation. Yeah. Or do you mean something a little like less traumatic? <laughs> I don't know if I have anything less traumatic. Oh no, we can talk about that. <laughs> if you want to talk about that. We can that... talk about that. I don't know. Like, okay. Um, <clears throat> for those of you who don't know me, my name is Elizabeth Patente. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, nice I don't know. You. When I was sick. No, genuinely. Um, okay, so life-altering moment with my family. When I was 16, I think. 2012 Mm -hmm. yeah so I was 16 my I remember I'll tell you the full story we get the full view I was at my friend's party we were having like a um summer gathering at his pool because we just got out of school so we were like all jazzed about that and we're having like this little party gathering we're loving it and we had like a bunch of people there probably you know 15 of us and <laughs> we were all standing there and like doing whatever and all of a sudden I was thinking about how I had to call my mother and I was like I totally forgot to call my mom and tell her I was here so I went to go call her and I had a missed call from her and a voicemail so I was like I'm gonna get my shit rocked for not telling her that I was here like I was in the mindset of I was gonna get in trouble and I remember I called her back I didn't even listen to her voicemail and I still have that voicemail on my phone to this day. And I, um, like, went to call her. And just the way that she answered the phone, I just kept, like, I started talking. Okay. Back to the story. The way she was talking. The way oh. she was talking when you called her back. Yeah, the way. So she, like, I called her. And she picks up the phone. I answer. 
or I start talking immediately, like, trying to over-explain, like, get myself out of mm-hmm. trouble before I even know I'm in trouble. And just the way that she answered was, like, very slow. And, like, I was just, like, something is wrong. It was very obvious something was wrong. And so I'm, like, what's up? And she was, like, your dad and I um, are in the hospital downtown at HCMC. And she made it very casual. Like, for whatever reason, my naive ass thought that this was, like, totally fine. We were just chilling, going to pick mm-hmm. them up, leaving. And I remember I, my friend, This is at this point in time, I was driving the Hummer. And I could not drive oh that thing God. while I was in hysterics. Because I was, like, totally... As much as I thought that it was a totally fine situation, like, my outs- my outside appearance, I was bawling. And so I, like, got in the car. My friend, Hannah, drove me to the hospital with my parents to see my parents. And we, like, walked in. And I remember I asked for my dad because my mom had called me. So I figured my something was wrong with my dad. And they were like, no, you can, like, come see Amy, your mom. And I'm like, no she's not here she's with my dad lo and behold my mom had her own room she had her own issues she had her own situation with like her arm was broken and all this stuff they got in a motorcycle accident like I had no idea it was just oh my gosh and then after that they sent me to see my dad before my mom had gotten like cleared to come down and be with him and me and that was, I'm not joking you, like, I would never wish upon my worst enemy to see a person that they love in such a state of not being themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the most traumatic. And, like, my dad, he's alive and well and, you know, has no recollection. So, like, we tell him all this. And, like, to this day, he just, like, cannot Wait, He doesn't remember it? No, he has no idea. Oh. No, we, like, tell him everything. And he remembers oh bits and pieces. And he'll act like he, you know, was there. But I'm like, David, you have no idea. But he, he'll act like he was there. Like, <laughs> I mean, he was, but I'm oh, like, David. you, oh my gosh. That's hilarious. But, like, I would never wish upon my worst enemy to see somebody they, they love in that state. And it was right? just so traumatic. And even throughout that whole experience, like, my, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But, like, my dad was in the hospital for, like, a month and a half. He missed his birthday. He missed Father's Day. Just, like, all of these things where I just kept thinking, like, oh, it's Father's Day. He'll get better. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's this. He'll get better. He Mm -hmm. had a brain injury. So it was, like, every day you never knew what was going to happen kind of thing. Um, And meanwhile, he was in the hospital. Like, my mom and I were at home. She had a broken arm. So I was literally doing all the cooking. I was doing all the cleaning. I was doing all the driving. I was giving her baths every single day, twice a day. Thank God you could drive when that happened. No, genuinely. Genuine. It happened. I got my license in January and it happened in June. Yeah. Like I was shaving my mom's. She's going to hate that I said this. I shaved my mom's <laughs> legs. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Amy. shaved my mom's legs. She told me You're I remember. You're a good daughter. Remember, You're a great <laughs> daughter for that. <laughs> we were sitting in the bathtub and I was like, mom. Or she was in the bathtub and I was like sitting on the side and like ha- right. had my feet in and was helping right. her like shower because right. she had a broken arm. Right. And so she was <laughs> just sitting there and her legs were oh, God, I love her so much, but she hadn't shaved in a, in a while because, you know, she was going through something. You have a broken arm. She was going through something. She had a deal. And I was like, Mom, we can, you know, we can totally take care of this. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, it was just, like, oh. the worst thing ever. And I'm like, Mom, we can do it. And to this day, she's like, that's my favorite memory is you 
Like, you, you literally shaved my legs. Then she won't hate that you said this if that's her It is, memory. but, like, I'm sure she <laughs> She's probably going to be like, like Elizabeth. <laughs> she doesn't want everyone else to know it. No, that's a but great... No. Mo- that's a great that's like, daughter moment. Right. Like, in the midst... You did that for her in that her lowest point. At, like, 40 years old. And she needed that, I'm sure. She would have been stinky without it. Okay. Besides the But no, I think it was like... The shaving of the legs is an extra step. Just, yeah. And like through all... I feel like that whole experience, the whole entire thing, just even looking back on it and even being in it, Mm -hmm. I was never negative. Like my mom always thought that something bad was going to happen. I never once did. I was always the positive person. I was always like, things are going to be fine. It doesn't even matter. Like whatever. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had just like distanced myself from reality kind of thing. Yeah. But throughout that whole time and looking back on it now, I'm always like, I truly think I went through that experience so that we as a family could learn that, like, it's not always about me relying on my parents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, Need to you know, can rely on me sometimes. and I can, yeah, like. That's awesome to like, have that. Because it's just the three of us. Mindset about it. Yeah, like, it's just the three of us. And I remember it's when my dad. It's a very small group, yeah. Yeah, when my dad got back from the hospital, I, like, wrote him this letter Aww. about this bond that the motorcycle accident had created. Because, mm-hmm. like, now I feel like my parents are not my parents. They're literally, like, my friends. Yeah. And not in, like, a way where, like, I could get not away with anything. Like, not in a toxic way I where they're dropped, like, okay, Elizabeth, I gave you 20 bucks, but I'm actually going to go and buy you alcohol tonight, too. Right. Or like, like they I didn't said, do that. Like, they weren't that kind of a parent. And if I said fuck in front of my mom, oh. if she heard this right now, I care. If she, when, if she hears this, if she, listens she to will it, have you think a she will? panic attack. I don't know. Amy, I love you. She'll subscribe to it just to give us the good... I hope so. No. I've never said the word fuck. <laughs> but That's a- I said it. I've said it once in front of my mom in 26 years of life. And it was an accident. It was a total accident. And I don't remember what happened. But she was appalled. She was appalled. This woman was appalled. So, like... Pretty sure my dad, like, was like... Eh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't talk like that. <laughs> but, like, it is... Yeah. I don't know, man. But I can give her a bath. So I don't know. I feel like that. But I can give her a bath. Can't say fuck, but I, I can give her a bath. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that it's was my bond. traumatic family moment, but it also um, was like I'd agree. Did a great good thing. thing out of it. Yeah, like, like it, it really was traumatic sucked. at the moment. Like it could have been very very bad, mm-hmm. and it was very very bad. But like mm-hmm. it could have gone very worse, and like you Absolutely. guys got a great relationship out of it. One that's probably right. like not like any other parent kid relationship out there really yeah like honestly i feel like you guys are so close-knit and like you can tell that well you do tell them anything yeah like i don't think there's really a secret from your mom no there's not i mean she doesn't know everything because like parents can't know everything that you do no but But, like like, when it comes down to the fundamentals she could go and like she's the first ask person one of my friends something yeah. and they know the same thing kind of thing yeah. you know because mm-hmm. I mean you don't things. tell your friends everything either right. you know like right. there's just things you think to yourself you write in your journal right you deal with yourself you don't really mm-hmm. talk about and that's totally okay that is totally okay Sometimes to heal yourself in certain ways because you don't need to mm-hmm. get everybody's opinion correct sometimes self healing and like self um, Unless it's a toxic radi- way of healing, just make sure you acknowledge there's no toxicness. Like you're not self medicating or self harming or anything like that. But what do you call it when you 
when you not gratification but oh positive reinforcement mm-hmm. you should do that to yourself right and give yourself those like positive affirmations and believe that for yourself yes just like you do for other people and saying you're such a good friend you're so good at this you're so good at that like tell no, yourself completely, completely i'm so good at this i'm so good at that like i have always said like oh i'm an idiot oh oh i'm so dumb oh my god i'm so stupid Mm -hmm. i will be the first to self-deprecate i'll tell you what those days are the worst days when Mm -hmm. i say when that's what i'm on a roll and i can't stop after i start i can't stop after i start it's a toxic cycle because then then i'm apologizing to everyone else that i'm doing it around them because i know that i don't mean that i don't mean that i know i'm great i know i'm smart i know i know what i'm doing you know like Yes, there's always going to be times that you're like, ah, but you know what you're doing. Just find your grounding again. Like, take a deep breath. But, anyway, No, yeah. genuinely. There's things on the inside you have to heal. But I'm so happy. As weird as that sound, I'm so I don't so think it happy. could have happened to, like, like, my dad's always like, I don't understand why it happened to us and why I came out the way I did and things are just like literally totally fine. You'd never know the man went through a traumatic No, I had no idea. I would have had no idea if we, never. Had, like, <clears throat> if we hadn't talked about this before. But I'm like, I, I just don't know. I feel like things happen to certain people because they're the only people that can like get through it mm-hmm. and go through it mm-hmm. kind of thing. I am a firm believer in that you do not get any card that you cannot handle and get out of. Right. It just depends on... Your life depends... Okay, how do I want to say this? After you get said card of whatever situation is thrown at you, there's a few ways you can respond to it. Mm -hmm. Always a couple of routes you can go. Right. And whatever route you choose is the way that chooses when it comes next. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How you react and how you respond. So you could have a great life still. After having the most traumatizing thing happen to you. Mm-hmm. Or you can go down a very dark path and possibly end up dead from multiple reasons of things happening. You know, mental illness, drugs. Mm-hmm. How you cope. Uh, how you cope or things. getting killed somehow. I don't know. And just anything could happen down a dark path after not reacting Putting to a certain situation a correctly. Because yeah. this is just a wide, like, the butterfly effect thought process Mm -hmm. in that kind of a sense like literally anything that happens has a wraparound right every action has a reaction Mm -hmm. which is true it's like the ripple effect it is every single thing that you do even no matter how big or small it is ripples into the lives of others in some way shape or form yeah. mm-hmm. and causes even a if ripple it's the in the smallest way right saying hi to somebody smiling I mean, mm-hmm. I know the mask now thing. Like, that is genuinely something I, I smile at everyone still. I miss. I, mi- I wish that we had, like, masks that were clear so you could mm-hmm. still see people's lips. But, like, I miss the genuine seeing the old, cute, 85-year-old man in Target buying his wife her freaking goldfish. No. And he smiles at you. And you're just Seriously. like, that small little interaction is amazing creates it just makes you like it makes me happy it makes me so it makes me happy to see other happy. people that are just like oh just vibing and living like that's and something so i cute. really miss they right. just are on their normal routine lit, then lit, going then. about their day i love it having so a much. great time 
And, like, I genuinely, I miss that. And you can just tell that those people, regardless of, like, what's going on, like, that man could have very well just lost his wife. Like, he could not have been married. I have no idea, but he was buying goldfish, and I assumed it was for his cute little wife. Right. You know, like, you have no idea what somebody's going through, but he's looking to be positive and smile Mm -hmm. at little old me. Mm -hmm. He could have just been a grouch and walked on past you. Flicked me off and said, millennial... Right, exactly. Clicks tongue. Get exactly. out. But he didn't. He smiled at me. Mm-hmm. I've ne- I don't even know who I'm talking about, but I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somewhere at some point in time an old man oh smiled my God. at me. Plenty of times. changed my life. Held the door for me or something. The Any elderly certain man. Like, the elderly does How you all. treat that customer service agent at the store when you're returning shit is how they're going to treat the next person that walks up. Facts. Think about that next time you go in and return something and think about why it's frustrating, all right? Just be nice. Just be kind. Simple action. And that's the tea. Mm-hmm. Good karma, man. What happens to you, what you do to others will happen Comes to you. Comes back into your life tenfold. For sure. Do you want to talk about your most traumatic? Oh, my God. Is that what we're talking so about? So which one should I choose from? <laughs> hmm, maybe. We could do, like, a... I have, um, like, a count off pick out of a hat? <laughs> Just write them all down? No. Um, actually, I thought of the earliest one, and I figured that one's just... The earliest in your life. Yeah. Okay. Um... Just kind of, like, what started that ball rolling. <laughs> um... I guess really not even the earliest one because I don't remember full details from one that I don't really want to talk about. But yeah, um, this one is the first one that I realized that like my mom was really sick. Like mm-hmm. kind of the same situation, like just realizing that your parents aren't like they're not here for invincible. No, <laughs> like they're, they're not, not superheroes. They're it's disgusting. They're not here forever at right. all. Like they will be gone before you for sure. Yeah. So and they like. You think your parents are indestructible and perfect mm-hmm. until you find out they're not, and then it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and then it's really hard. It's, like, down, not really downhill from there, but you just, like, view life completely different. You're not like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, I'll always have someone there for me. Like, nope, there will be a time, or maybe not, but there's might be a time where you don't have someone in your life that you can fully 100% trust, be around, go right. to for anything, like... I know that there's people out there that just don't have someone, and that mm-hmm. sucks. Um, but, so this was the first time that I've kind of, like, realized that. Um, so she, I knew that she had cancer, like, my entire life. Like, I always kind of, like, knew that in the back of my head, but I never really, like, thought anything about it. And, like, that everyone kind of... it would have. Yeah, and, like, everyone kind of, like, was, like, well, like you know like just because just beware that like mom might be really sick one day like kind of like putting that in my head a little bit so I was always like oh my god like will she die in her sleep like oh my god is she gonna die like tomorrow like that kind of anxiety but I never thought that it was actually gonna happen because she was always like no like I promise I'll I'll make it to this time or this time or I love you it's okay blah blah blah." she would talk me down off that ledge so like I wouldn't think about that but then I was like um, oh my god, I don't even remember. It was her, like, she was dating this guy, this farmer, and, um, I was pro- probably, like, eight, I'm gonna guess. Eight to ten range. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we were at his mom's house because we were getting some farm equipment or doing something out there and it was out in the middle of nowhere but there was like a bridge on um this hill so i was biking around there because like i mean middle of nowhere what the fuck else are you gonna do right and i'm not gonna pay attention to farming equipment or talking to somebody else in the kitchen so i was biking around blah blah blah. i went down to the beach the beach the freaking bridge and there's like these huge fish in the like catfish in the Mm. river like just massive and so i was like oh my god these are so cool like oh my god and then um my mom for some reason was driving down to get me i think we were getting ready to leave or something and i was like no mom get out of the car come here come here come look at these and so she came out and she looked over the the ledge and she's like oh my gosh those are so cool like those are so big and then she um turned around and started walking back to the car but as soon as she turned around she like lost her balance she like wasn't walking normal she was it was like she was trying to act normal and trying Mm -hmm. to act like she could see but like she she was saying that she was walking toward i was like what are you doing and she was walking towards so she like parked her car like along the ledge of the bridge or whatever on the side of the road and was like walking towards the passenger side and the car lights were on because it was like getting dark i think that's why we were leaving because it was like getting dark and um she was walking towards the passenger side and she ran in to the passenger side. And like the entire time I was like, mom, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like you're too far over. Like the driver's side is the other side, the other side. And she ran into the car and like face planted the hood. And I had to like run up to her and like grab her and put her in. I put her in the passenger seat. I took the car keys because I was like, you're not driving. You're not going anywhere. Stay right here. Like, is everything okay? Like, what happened? And um, <laughs> keep in mind, I was like seven or, or eight or yeah. to ten. I don't know why I was like so calm during this. I was freaking out on the inside. Well, I mean, your but, like, mom sounds like she was always very calm with you and reassuring. She very, she very so was. So that's how you treated situations Yeah. With her. So, like, I don't think, like, I realized that, like, something could have been seriously wrong. Like, I maybe mm-hmm. thought, like, her medicine, she just took it, and she was, like, dizzy, because she... She's not feeling well, and, like... Right, yeah. like, she was tired a lot. Like, she slept a lot, and she, um... I don't, she, I don't know. She, she was very relaxed a lot. Like, she didn't... She wasn't very hyperactive, and she never... I know she took antidepressants, but she never showed her depression. She never showed her anxieties or anything like that. She was always, like it's fine, like, it is the way that it is, and mm-hmm. I have cancer, but, like, it's fine. Like, it's not, it's not me, if that right. makes sense. Well, yeah, and it doesn't define her. Right, mm-hmm. and, um, so, where was I? Oh, yeah, so, I was, she was like, oh, I, I, my vision, just, like, the light got, the light, the light blinded me, so then I just started seeing spots, and I couldn't really tell where I was walking. I'm fine, I'm fine. And then, um... I was like, you're not driving. Like, you're not driving the car home, and we're not driving... You're not even driving it back up there. And, like, I'm too young. I can't drive the car. Get so your feet down there. <laughs> I run up the hill. Or, no, I, t- I think I took my bike up the hill. I took my bike back up the hill, like, full speed. I dropped it. I ran to her boyfriend, and I was like... I called him Brownie, so I was like, I'll just call him that for his 
life reasons. He's married and has kids now, so I don't want to bring him into this. You called him Brownie. I called him. He called me Blondie, so I called him Brownie. Oh my god, that's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so um, I was like Brownie, 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 and like I ran all over this farm looking for him, and he popped out of the farm, the barn, and he was like, "What's up? What's up? What's going on? What's going on?" And I was like, "Mom, Mom, she almost fainted." She's she's in her car down on the hill, like down on the bridge. You need to come with me, come, please, please. So we ran back and we ran down the hill, and he got in the car and he drove the car back up to his mom's. We got her inside and sat her in the living room, and she said she felt nauseous and dizzy still. So they went and got her a pail, uh, like a bucket, um, and she was just laying there. She's like, I just need to rest. Like I just need some water. I'll be fine. Like I just I think I just got really dizzy, like, vertigo or something from looking over the edge. Like, she mm-hmm. explained what had happened. And, um, which probably was true, but, um, she then started to puke up. Um, fair warning, trigger warning, this is very graphic. Um, she started to puke up blood. <gasps> and I won't... S- enough that it was concerning that we needed to go to the doctor so we called her oncologist and we called like her main doctor or whatever and she they told us to like go to i'm pretty sure we went to the er or something or maybe we even just drove right to no we drove to the er um they had dropped me off at my grandparents house because i mean they didn't Very want young me. and yeah, they just on. didn't want me to go to the hospital right then. Right. Um, and so they did a bunch of like checkups and stuff, and she ended up, I'm pretty sure, going into the ICU, um, and flying over to Rochester and being in the Rochester ICU unit, um, for a while because then I, I kind of that was from the point that that happened and she was um puking blood to the point where we were in Rochester Hospital. I don't remember much. It was a very blur, and I know that all everything kind of just happened really fast, so that's mm-hmm. probably why I don't remember it. Right. Um, but then um, I remember her not really, like, being her full self, like, not really talking right and whatever, but I just remember sleeping in the, the waiting guest area mm-hmm. every single night and watching in this TV on there. Ass hospital uncomfortable chairs. Uncomfortable And they're ass like, make yourself at home. Here, do like, you need some pillows and blankets? People are dying, and I'm Jane. like, fuck you, no. nurse Becky. Go and give someone some jello. down the hall. I'm like, kick My breakfast, can. lunch, and mi- dinner for Skittles. Oh. Oh my gosh! I like as much as I love healthcare workers. I think healthcare workers are and the those, bomb. No, when it great. comes to hospitality, thank you for doing what you do. When it comes to hospitality, you. stick to saving lives. Save stick lives. To saving Don't lives. offer me shit. <laughs> All right. That's... So you were staying in the room. So we were staying. No, not even in the room because the ICU like closed visitors off. Right. You can't go and there after a certain time. No. Yeah. So. um... We stayed in the visitor... I stayed in the visitor area. I'm pretty sure I stayed there by myself some nights, honestly. Oh my gosh, at like uh, eight, nine, <laughs> years old. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember someone staying with me. I mean, they have nurses there all the time, so they, they do. very well could have had someone that just like they popped do. in. So I don't know if I was just like there alone for a little while, and like Brownie was there with me as well. Brownie. But um, I know he was there for most of it, and then my grandparents came too. They Did they drove- live down here still? 
Yes, they've always lived here. We moved mm. up here when my parents divorced. Okay. okay. We moved back up here for the sake of the reason that Mayo Clinic was here because my mom right. has had cancer. Right. So obviously move closer to where Great your doctor healthcare. is. Mm-hmm. Great health care. Because mm-hmm. otherwise she was flying up here to get checkups and stuff. So it was like, oh why my gosh, not just... that's an expensive... Yeah. Well, not really. My dad worked for an airline. We flew oh, that's for free. true. <laughs> that's true. Wow. That's a... That's a... She married smart. Yeah. Okay. Common interest, man. Pay okay, attention to him. Queen. I'm going to take a note after her. Any uh-huh. pilots that are single and uh. listening to this? <laughs> but back to um, your lovely... No, that was very traumatic. I realized she, she ended up having stomach ulcers. Oh, my gosh. Um, from so a medication that she was on. And she also needed a stint oh in my her... Gosh. Um, intestine, I think, from something. I don't really remember the exact medical reasoning because, again, I was... Very young. Very young, so... All you knew is that something was going on. Right, and so I know the gist of it. Um, mm-hmm. I knew something was not great, but I didn't think she could have died from it, but now I know she definitely could have died from it. I mean, it was three pints of blood <gasps> that she had lost. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And just like I talk about like seeing my parents in a vulnerable position, like that's traumatic. <laughs> I've never seen somebody I I've never that's just like that's a Me bodily about it. <laughs> No, I'm serious. You're just so over here laughing. <laughs> but like seriously, yeah. that's like something you see in the movies. Mm. That's how I think of it, you know? Like no. I've never seen something like that. Genuinely like people I mean like they do I mean Cancer patients sometimes are like over dramatic in the movies. It's like I okay. feel like it's gotta be brutal. To but go it's that. not even over dramatic. That's not the word I want to use. Like they're just like I well, don't. They're portrayed more the as movies. a victim, but mm-hmm. it's not like they're that at all. Like I mean, they're they're very limited. They're very you're limited. You're still a human being. You're but still capable of things. They can still do shit. They can still be a human. But no, yeah, that was pretty dramatic. Um, I think that has affected me in the sense that I never want to see a hospital ever again. <laughs> I hate hospitals. Um, I I think anytime I anybody hospitals. goes into the hospital, they're gonna die. Yep. So yep. that's just where that has gotten me in life. About that. Yeah, I hate I hate hospitals. They just make it. They're just such like a, as much as they promote like a, a the ability to heal. Mm-hmm. It is just there's just so much trauma. It's like a torture chamber. Yes, there's just so much trauma. There's it's everybody has this story, and it, I mean it's just. I was watching. So, do you remember that show Evil? Yes, on Netflix. I started watching that. I've only seen two episodes. But I do know the gist kind of now, like, what it's... it's so, what it's about. So yeah. it's so good. We're not going to give any spoilers, but, like, there is a scene, well, an episode, rather, but, like, most of the scenes where this main character is, he's in the hospital, mm-hmm. and um, he is on painkillers because, I mean, he's in the hospital. He, right. I'm pretty sure he got beat everyone's up. on painkillers mm-hmm. in the hospital. <laughs> Gotta get him addicted quick. <laughs> um, no, so I think he like got beat up or something, and that's why he was in the hospital. Oh, but okay. he's in the same room as another black man, and he like has a fever dream on these medications, and he like dreams about the guy that's next to him getting killed by the nurse that comes in and is taking care of them with squeaky shoes, mm-hmm. and he had warned the uh, main character about him before. And the nurse had walked in right as he was warning him about her. 
And so she had, like, heard everything. And so then he, like, got paranoid on these drugs, painkillers, and, like, thought he was she was going to kill him next. And she mm. kind of was. So it was, like, fucked up. And, um... I don't know. It's just, like, weird to think about, like, there could be nurses out there that are like that. Nurses who kill. It's a show on Netflix. I know. And that's why I'm, like, you can't, like, I don't want to trust them. Like, what if you intentionally try and kill me? There's a Netflix. Just for fun. Shits and gigs. Right. There's a Netflix documentary. I don't know what it's called. Um... (laughs) I would be great at marketing. <laughs> and it's I don't know what it's called, but go ahead and watch it. I think it's called something Lancaster or something. Oh, I don't know. I will I remember like it. After yeah. we're done recording. Yeah, I'll remember it tomorrow. But it's on Netflix. It, I believe it's something Lancaster. And it's about this guy that lived in New York. He mm-hmm. was like a... I don't know what kind of surgeon he was, but he was a well-renowned surgeon. And he killed... I don't know if it was children or adults or something, but like... Not, like, maliciously or anything, mm-hmm. but, like, botched their surgeries on purpose mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he, I think he's in jail or something. I mean, if you watch this documentary, you'll find out. I haven't seen it yet, but... <laughs> I listened to a podcast called Dr. Death. It was the first season. That's she has a second season a now. a podcast. My throat itches. I'm so sorry. Um, but... I listened to the first season while I was driving to Vegas. When it was my turn to drive, I forced all of the boys to listen to me listen to this that podcast. That would be a good one, though, to listen to. They forced me to listen to fucking fantasy. They're going to listen to some fucking mystery shit, all right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I listened to 20 hours, 20 hours of fantasy football. Pray for me. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, Dr. Death podcast season one mm-hmm. it's about a doctor who was very good at persuading everyone that he was good but he faked all of his doctorates he faked <gasps> all of his i remember shit. hearing about that guy and he literally just did surgeries for shits and gigs to fuck around with people's bodies dude i left his best friend <gasps> a paralegic shut the Rick up. Yeah. Your mom might be listening to this. <laughs> Your mom. Now every time I say it, I'm going to like have hesitate. Shut the fuck front fuck, door. Fuck. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> she's going to write on your Facebook me. wall. She's, she's going to murder me. You're we'll too that cute out. to be dropping the F-bomb. You're That's what she's saying. You have a kid. I you're know. Like, what would your son say? And you're going to be like, fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that TikTok I sent you? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I fucking hate everyone. I fucking hate everyone too. I fucking hate everyone too. The best is when he's just. I fucking hate everyone too. When he whispers, oh my uh-huh. god, I love like that kid. Has That's gonna be my his kid. That is gonna be my kid. <laughs> Whoops. I'm but dead. no, yeah. Listen so to that podcast. Yeah. Um, she has way more details than what we just gave. So pretty cool. I think that's insane. Like, I was reading, this kind of that? goes off of this um, How can you conversation. fake having a doctorate? This goes off of this conversation, but I, I've i never personally done this, and I do not condone this, because I don't <laughs> think that you should market yourself to do things that you may not necessarily be capable of. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you're not capable Correct. of doing things, but don't sign yourself up for a project right. that you may potentially fail because you want to do things that are going to align with your best interests right i read a tweet that said make sure you lie on your resume 
And I was <gasps> like, wow. So I dig deeper and I go through the thread. These people, some of these people have finessed. Finessed. If you can write a good resume mm-hmm. and you can put down a solid degree and you can go in to an interview and have a solid conversation you're in like if you think about it it's not like anybody like after say I would interview with them that they would go and like research that I actually have my degree wait they don't check that no as long as I are you kidding me I don't that's the biggest scam in the entire fucking world here's the thing I I'm, I'm a manager I've hired people I know I have never I have never in my life fact check that somebody has a degree i don't know how you would do that is there like a database of degrees no exactly i've always wondered that for me i've always wondered that oh my god i forgot you were a manager why have i never asked this before well like i've only (gasps) hired one person so when i interviewed like i asked her what i would have expected someone to ask me so i was like you know why did you pick your degree what Mm -hmm. are you passionate about what do you hope to get out of it what did you learn just things like that and it's all literally based on how fucking convincing you are, if whether you're going to get it or not. Right. And, like, in reading that thread, I was like... I'm not is life so. Is life one big, holy fucking, we're all doing this fucking wrong? Like, what? Yeah. You're telling me that I went to six years of school uh-huh. when I could have literally just, like... Thousands of dollars. off for how long, and then gone and been like what's up I have my master's in psychology Mm -hmm. and talked cute and like twisted my hair and then they would have been like she's a shoe in (laughs) so I wonder so like now I'm not joking you I've perked up my resume I'm like CEO of toxic traits (laughs) CEO of (laughs) self-deprecating jokes (laughs) CEO but like seriously when you think about that like that's all you have to do about it all you have to do is convince oh somebody. Oh, my God. That's all, in any God-given situation. Any situation. any God-given. If you're buying a car, if you're taking a trip. This you're car doing is free. Anything, I'm just right. Like, if you convince somebody, you just think all it takes is a little convincing. And it's not necessarily in, like, poor taste or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's just talking. When you're talking in a job circumstance, like, mm-hmm. you can take advantage of the system for sure so that's what i'm that's what i wondered because i asked i've asked my dad that because he has hired people and i asked him i'm like you know is that something that like i should be doing you actually look for like how do you go back and say elizabeth Bedante, master's degree at minnesota state university like how do you know that Mm -hmm. you don't you literally don't unless i was like hey bring me your physical copy of your degree that's fucking insane. This thread, this thread blew my mind. I was like, I'm going to be president. No, Donald Trump can. motherfucking do. I mean, that's exactly why he is president. But he lied on his resume. <laughs> well, I didn't say it either. But, the, <laughs> but that is but I was like, saying it, so. It's just insane. It's insane. The world is... The world... We could talk for hours. Hours just genuinely about how absolutely insane I'm so sorry okay. <laughs> that needed to come out for so long we can edit it we can make that the beginning uh, <laughs> anyway. welcome back oh my god <laughs> and no. those brief short messages <laughs> 
Oh my god. But like seriously, I don't know, man. Flexin and finessin. That's how you get through twenty. Okay, sorry, had to blow my nose, but <laughs> anyway, so getting through twenty twenty one, finessing it for sure. Lie on your me. resume. Yeah, lie on your resume. I guess and don't if that make go, it if like that works. Okay, we're not actually condoning that. We're not. Don't say you have a PhD in like kinesiology and study of the brain, and then go out here and cut up a brain, and then come saying that Liz Potente <laughs> told you that you should lie on your goddamn resume. No, we're just saying like if you can say use, you're creative, even if you're not. <laughs> right, you're creative. You can use Microsoft Word because mm-hmm. Microsoft Word is the easiest thing say to that learn. You are, right. I always say that I am so good at communication. I am so good at communication because I am at work. If I have to. Communicate something that's important. I will. Me, I'm not somebody. <laughs> no, right. I'm not somebody that needs to like sit and talk throughout the day to be social to oh, get my no. work done. No, if I can something's sit there and be coming up and do it. I love right, it. Right, that's my communication. You're only gonna hear from me when things are going Wrong. really good or if I need help. Right. Otherwise, I'm cool and doing uh-huh. my shit. Yep. But Same. then I'm like, they're like Elizabeth. I need to talk to you, and I'm just like, I'm. Dying on the inside. No, right. Am I going to be fired? Yes. But also no. No. Mm. No at the same time. So yeah, 2021 should be interesting because I... Lie on your resume. I hope... Right? You know what? If you lie on... You know what? This is what I want. If you lie on your resume, write in and tell us what you lied about and what job you wanted to get. Right. Right. Because I mean, you can get... Put me down as a reference. (laughs) Put me down as a reference. You can do Elizabeth, or you can do Abigail Elizabeth, Elizabeth Abigail, and then put codependentgirls at gmail.com oh as your reference God. email. They and call, I, will, email us. I will give you the best reference for whatever I job. I, I will. will. I'm good at communication. I'm good at communication. I talk thoroughly through everything. I will write you a bomb-ass reference. No, same. But, But yeah. maybe not. I don't know, man. We d- <laughs> so, yeah, that's our trauma, and that's our fun fact of the day, I, I guess. Yeah, we just really did. We Thanks just really for... did this. I feel like our trauma, though, even in talking about our trauma, we have a very different because it's not outlook like, on it than, like, it... It's not like, oh, my negatively. gosh, this happened to me. Right, it's not like it's a sob, This a sob happened for me mm-hmm. to learn this. Not to me. Yes, it happened for me, not mm-hmm. to me. And that's a mindset change that I had to go through for sure. It's After hard. multiple things, you're like, oh my God, poor me, poor me, poor the me. This sick, happens yep. to me. I'm so sad. I'm so Only sad. Only bad so things sad. happen to me. No. Once you hit a point and you hit a point of realization in your life, it's like, oh, this is happening for me for a reason, for me to understand something different in my life, for me Mm -hmm. to change my path, or me to, yeah, get to the next level. Just everything is for a reason and for some change in your life for good or bad. I mean, if you choose the wrong one, but that's kind of what all I'm saying just pay attention to what you're doing with your life. Trauma Butterfly effect is, is super real. Trauma is your power. It is. I love that. It is trauma. That's I mean, great. I think about that. Like, the only way, reason that I got into what I'm doing and working with people with disabilities is because I realized how bad it could have been for my family and how thankful oh God, I was yeah. for people that yeah. did that for me. Absolutely. That I wanted to turn around and do that for Help other people. Help them do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like that, and it's not even like as big as that. Like not everything is as profound as like it shaped my career and how I Ooh, do right. this. But like but the this little everyday is. things and the way that I 
feel about my like relationships and my friendships and all that kind of stuff is totally different because no, of right. it. everything is that much closer and that much exactly. more important and other things exactly aren't as important exactly so it's I don't know man it's definitely- I don't know if it's becoming an adult I don't know if it's a shift in the gravitational pull right but it's there's just more clarity it's as traumatic I've- <laughs> Yeah. But it is. It's clarity. And, like, you it's learn like so much about yourself. It. Just, like, you... actually facing it, not ignoring it, and not, like, mm-hmm. changing it to be the poor me, this happened to me. Right. Like, actually looking at it and being, okay, this happened for me. Mm-hmm. What was it? You like, can't what grow was the from reason? there. You can't grow from a no. spot where you... Not adjust. a negative spot. You can't heal in the environment you were hurt in. You no. Have to, you have to grow and... And glow. Change, change the viewpoint that you're looking at, for sure, before you what's do anything What's the lesson, different. man? What's the universe trying to teach me? Yeah. So or whoever you believe you in. It. There's got to be a lesson from whoever you believe in. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's God. I don't care if it's Buddha. I don't care if it's this the universe. Potente. I don't care if it's nothing. The If it's yourself. If, if it's you yourself, are your own God. Sure. Have at it. it. Whatever. Like, everything is happening for a reason. And mm-hmm. you figure it out. And really, that's all we have for today, because this is long as fuck, so thanks, thanks for, for listening. Thanks for letting us share our dramas with you. Thanks for the therapy <laughs> sesh, guys. Right, if you have any, not any, don't share, don't feel like you have to share your dramatic stories. You really like, don't, but if, if you, you want to, go ahead. Tell us something about a little about yourself, maybe a change that you had in your life, a shift mm-hmm. in the gravitational pull. Anything you've noticed, just kind of a realization that you've had. Mm-hmm. A healing or part we that you've had. To cry on, please let me know. Yeah, same. Here for you. Here for you for sure. Um, but make sure you check us out at Codependent Girls on Instagram and Twitter. We will see you guys um, next week. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>